Oh man! Episode 31! 31! The Dirty Third. No, that was. That's, that's, uh, that, that was a. One, that's inappropriate. <laughs> what? Calm yourself. What? <laughs> Yo, episode 31 of That One Piece Talk. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Sam. And this is That One Piece Talk, where we talk One Piece. <laughs> oh man, yo, I'm so hyped about this episode. And it's because one, the chapter was pretty good. Yeah. It was high for me. Mm-hmm. Um and two, we hit five thousand subscribers uh five thousand subscribers. I wish. <laughs> uh, five thousand followers on TikTok. Hey. Yeah. So I wanna say thank you to everybody because I know a lot of people that come to our channel is because of TikTok. Mm-hmm. And TikTok has a special place in my heart. Um, so I just want to say thank you, and to celebrate, we have wine. We weren't going to announce yeah. it. That was the point of putting it in the red cups. But okay, so yeah, yeah. Well, what's the point? Why won't we tell them it's it's wine? Kids watch the show, man. Not supposed to drink. I we mean, I, I, Larry. That's I don't I know if we were supposed we to. Actually, we didn't want to make whatever. It's anyone what, feel what kind of is it though? No, it's it's light. Take it's a sweet, sip, bro. It's sweet, yeah, it's sweet wine. Oh, it's sweet one. Okay. Yeah. You weren't supposed to take a sip. We were supposed to cheers. Can we cheers or no? No. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, to 5,000 followers. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I, I love us. This is funny. Our dynamic is funny as hell. Is- <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, other than that, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's in the live chat. I'm pretty sure there's some guys. Who's in the chat right now? Uh, right now, we got uh, Smooth Llama. Let's go! Hazy Saki. Sake, Quincy Riley. Shane Didachi. Ankarth. Uh, Monkey D. Huga. Kobe Do Too Much. All my guys. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for joining, man. Mm. I appreciate you guys being in the chat. 666. Uh, what's going on? How's it going? I came from TikTok, stayed for the podcast first, live. <laughs> hey, you you hear me? <laughs> nah, guys. Am I tripping? What? Was that there the entire time? Nah, it what, was the clock? Okay. No, no, the, the, no, the, I'm not you. The text but, chat. Yeah. No, on the Mar- side there. Mar- that's no, always, that's always been there. Oh, when we did like, okay, okay. Mar- okay Line, okay. it wasn't okay. Yeah, because I just noticed that right now, and I thought, I'm tripping, because usually my observations be on point. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, observation don't be on point. What? All right, anyway. That's crazy. Let, should we get started with the chapter? Yeah, man. All let's right. Let's get it. Let's do it. So, uh, first question. Ready? Uh, at the start of the chapter, we see the fire festival is, I said fire festival, mm-hmm. is starting to die down. We know that because it's reaching the point of the festival where they are lighting the skyboats. On the skyboats, the people of Wano write what they want most right now. Will the boats, with everyone's hopes and wishes from Wano, float to a Momonosuke carrying Onigashima and help him summon his own flame clouds to keep the island from falling? We'll go with Lawrence. That would be pretty dope. I could see Oda doing that because I kind of feel like that's kind of up his alley. Like he mm-hmm. would do something like that. Yeah. And. How would it impact Momosuke? Because, yes, he's been away for so long, but these are his people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's been away for, like, was it 20 years? Yeah. About? Yeah, and then also... 20 tri- plus, like, yeah. another, like, six or so. Exactly. Like so... Six months. Like, these are his people, right? And then also, it could give him, like, here, I guess he already knows the gravity situations, but in a way, it could 
give him even more because like, of more fuel to realize how much it's dependent on him. Like, yes, you're kind of depending on Luffy, Momo, but in a way, you have to do your part. And he recognizes this, but this is kind of add to it, like, realization, like, these are my people, and these are their hopes and dreams that I'm legit seeing with my own eyes. This is this, like, this is, this could be also be a peaceful nation. They've seen so much. Because Momo kind of shows that he's a deep thinker, even though he's a kid, you know? So all this showing is, like, it's showing, like, uh, where it could kind of have him, like you mentioned, it can mention, it can add to his growth as a person. Mm. Uh, as in, the, this is a nation that I have to take care of myself. That I can't rely on Luffy at this point, on this exact thing. Luffy's already fighting Kaido, but this is all on me here. I'm the only one here that can stop this thing from falling right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this could add to that by really him recognizing these are my people. And I am me wanting to be Domino, just like a king, you have to take care of your subjects. You have to take care of your kingdom. What's the point of being a king if you can't do that? You know, we've seen so many bad kings in One Piece. Uh, or tyrants in One Piece. Momo doesn't want to be that way. And his, that's his goal. So this is like, in a way, it adds to his already goal of wanting to be Damio of Wano. Okay. What about you, Seb? Um, I think that would be absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and vi- beyond Lawrence is saying, because he's speaking to like the narrative of it and the plot and like the impact it'll have on Momo, I just think visually, to see like a giant dragon and then the the actual skyboats come up and like help him lift it. That would just look so cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like Wano's already been really visually like stunning at times. Like when, when they first got to Onigashima and they saw the skull and everything. That was one of the best panels I've seen Oda Draw in One Piece history. Like I feel like him holding Onigashima with those like skyboats, with their like with the writing on it, you know what I mean? Like he could get mm-hmm. real emotional. Mm-hmm. Like that's the story beats that I want to see, but visually I think that would be stunning. So, like, yeah. you, you came up with that? Yeah. Or, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I know I don't give Larry a lot of credit, but that would be heat, bro. I didn't even think that until he was a little Yo, that would be heat. I know I Larry a lot for his imagination. That would be absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Oda do it? I could also see him having that be something, because Lawrence was talking about how it would impact Momo. I could mm-hmm. also see it being something to make the fight more personal for Luffy. Mm. So, like, I don't want to harp into Luffy losing again and stuff, but, like, if he lost again and, like, saw the writing on the... You know, it could... Like, you always talk about the tension. Mm. Like, one of the characters was writing, like, I want to be able to feed my daughter tomorrow. Mm. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, it's like, this is the... This is what it's about. Yeah. You know? Like, it's cool, Vaughn, you're fighting for Kaido, but it's like, yo, these people are really basically enslaved by Kaido and Orochi down here. And dealing with the worst segment of their lives mm-hmm. and just struggling through it like they're putting those real hopes and dreams on it so like it could be something that makes it more personal for luffy but i think it would probably be a better um it structure of the way lawrence laid it out with like momo seeing it and like mm-hmm. the way he wrote it out with momo seeing it being yeah. the person who's supposed to be shogun <laughs> of yeah. these people at some point so yeah, yeah. shogun like what do i yeah. keep saying daimyo daimyo i mean daimyo yeah, yeah. it's shogun. basically the same thing mm-hmm. No, is it's it? not. No, no Daimyo is higher. like Daimyo yeah. is like a governor. Shogun is like the president. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. My bad. Clearly, so. I'm not cultured. <laughs> cool. Um, for me, I, 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 when I thought about this question, I thought to myself and I said, "How cool would it be?" Because soon as I saw, like Sebastian said, when the woman was writing, "I want to feed my daughter tomorrow," or "I just mm. want to feed my daughter." I thought about it to myself. It's like, okay, so these skyboats are going to rise. And if they rise, who's above it? And I was going to say, oh, Onigashima and Momonosuke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Momonosuke has this, you know, 
failing of creating these flame clouds. Mm -hmm. And sky boats are made from mm -hmm. flames, basically. It would bring it to the surface. So if he's able to take the people of his country's hopes and dreams and wishes and use that to keep Onigashima from falling, there's sort of this poetic feeling that mm -hmm. I got from it. And I said to myself, like, how, how very Disney that mm -hmm. would be. But also, how much of a growth it would spur inside of Momonosuke. And then you brought up the, one of the points I'm talking about now is where it, it you know, we've seen his growth for himself mm -hmm. and not because of anybody else. Like, Luffy happens to be this person who gives him a lot of his motivation. You know, it's sort of like a surrogate older brother, right? But Momonosuke, when he went to uh, the chick that changes his, that riped him. Shinobu. Shinobu. He did that of his own accord because he felt he needed to. He was willing to give 20 years of his life just mm -hmm. like that. And was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Him cr taking everybody's hopes and dreams and all that stuff and holding up the island, one, it gives a call back to uh, what Odin was doing, right? Mm -hmm. But two, it, it shows that Momonosuke is going to be the shogun. He's going to be this person that is going to restore Wano. So why not take everybody's hopes and dreams mm. and keep the island from falling? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think I can see that now. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's beautiful in a way. Like, that's great writing. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many things that w is going to make Momonosuke seem more important than everybody else in this entire arc. And it's going to be that because without him doing this, Luffy fails. Mm -hmm. Everybody fails. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Every, most of the people die in Wano. I think CP0 probably even dies at this point, right? <laughs> they said when the explosion goes off, it'll basically clear the whole, like, island of people. So maybe Kaido would survive it. Yeah. I guess yeah. Baby King if the flame big, is back big on. Like, Kaido, Big Mom. Saying. It's a, it's going to be a special moment. And like Sebastian said, there's been a lot of beautiful scenes in Wano. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of the emotional impact, that would probably probably be the best scene in Wano, to see that, to see the recreation of what Odin did with yeah. his scabbards, but now there's so much more that rests upon his son's shoulders, you know? I think at the end of the day, sometimes we forget that Odin had a son, and his son was supposed to be next in line, mm -hmm. you know? We just yeah. think of Momo as this, like, That's true. this yeah. plot true. line that he's just, you know, in there to help Luffy achieve his goals. Mm -hmm. And it's not. It's not actually like that. It's like the other way around in a way, right? Yeah. It's his so, birth birthright. Yeah, because, right? Yeah. Because generation, Odin's father, Odin, Momosuke. Yeah. So, yeah, it's his birthright. It's basically his responsibility to do it, like you said. And yeah. it, it would be really great because of everything we've said, but even for Momo specifically— because he was, like, one of everyone's least favorite characters for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, the little kid who's annoying, he's perverted, he's just there, he's not doing anything. To have that kind of a highlight and then have it to have, like, that kind of emotional weight as well. Because we already made the, oh, Momo's going to hold up Onigashima. We've already yeah. speak, spoke on that. But for it to be, like, with this, mm -hmm. like, added measure mm -hmm. of care, like, narrative, like... <sighs> Symbolically and actually carrying the hopes and dreams of the, it's it would be great. It's, I, it's I honestly hope yeah. we get that. And you know what's crazier oh. too? If I could give you guys a visual, imagine like Momonosuke is not able to drag the island away from the fire festival. 
like he either runs out of energy or Kaido gets this huge boost in strength where he mm-hmm. gets a second wind. And now like he can't do it. So now he like wraps his body around the mm-hmm. island and like he's trying to keep it from falling, mm-hmm. but he can't. So he's like getting shaken down and then all of a sudden you just see the sky boats just come up mm-hmm. and then he starts reading. Yeah. Like I want to feed my child. Mm-hmm. I wish my wife was here. Mm-hmm. This, this and that. And then he like sort of like, I, I don't know if he gets like a Zoan boost mm-hmm. and he just takes all the flames and like creates mm-hmm. this huge cloud. I would I would literally just be like, I have to watch the anime. I hate the anime, <laughs> but I have to watch the anime now yeah, just for that scene. There's moments, there's moments that you see in like Wano um, specifically where you think back, like, yo, I have to go check out to see how, what that's like in the anime. Zoro vs. King was one of them for me. Um, how they animated, what is it, episode 982 is another one of them. I, I don't know if I had that feeling when I read it, mm-hmm. but when I watched it, I felt like goosebumps. But like... In general, we get that uh, every now and then. Mm-hmm. And if this was to happen, it would be one of those. It would totally be one of those. Yeah, yeah for sure. And honestly, what I don't think it's going to happen because timing-wise, but I think it would have been dope because, like, say like we got Luffy losing again, right? Because to me, I kind of want it, like we always talked about, Momo's definitely, well, what we believe he's going to hold up on Yushima. But I kind of want it to be, like you mentioned, a struggle. I said it wrong again. On Yushima. On <laughs> Anywho, pretty much uh, uh, holding uh, holding up the island again, right? I want it to be a struggle. Like, for example, how Odin had the, what did he do? For like, what was it? How many hours? Hour. An he hour, did it right? for one hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of wanted, I think it would have been dope to have Luffy lose again. But Luffy's final fight with Kaido is when, one hour. when, is when uh, um, Momo's holding it up. Yeah. So he's holding it up while Luffy's trying is like is like Luffy's last stand in a way. So everything's coming down to this crucial moment. Like mm-hmm. uh, Momo's giving his all, his everything to hold up the, the island, and Luffy's like last stand here is like because Luffy, you lose again, it's over. You know, because you know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but this is after Luffy. Luffy has to lose this time and then fight again. But timing wise, I don't think that's gonna happen because this is it's been. <laughs> I did. It really has been more than five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I still think that uh, it was again um, Yamato's estimation. Because how would she exactly know that time she, she went exactly. to the Frieza school <laughs> of mathematics, <laughs> bro. You know, that but, five minutes about to be stretched. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what, so like with that in mind, then those balloons come up on the last stand. So it's like like the climactic thing would have been cool. I don't think it's gonna play out that way, but poetic, man. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't talk about the front cover just because I felt like the front cover didn't... Nothing was, really happened. It was, it was just Germa666 <laughs> being, you know, just chilling because it seems like they already escaped unharmed. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't really think that much we needed to talk about, right? Yeah, it, they've had some, like, uh, bandages on. Um, yeah, they're good. I wonder, they seem like they were fine. I wonder why it's just them three, though. Like, those, are the, those are the... Every crew got a big, like, three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are the three for the Germa. All right. So... Yeah, that, was um, that was good. That was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Uh, what, the question or? Yeah, the question. Yeah. Oh. Yo, Nairon's always... in the chat. Oh, Nairon's in the chat? What's up, Nairon? <laughs> <laughs> he said sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, question number two, right? We go back to the rooftop to see Kaido versus Luffy. Kaido, to our surprise, gets drunk right in front of Luffy. Luffy tells him not to make excuses if he beats him. Kaido says he wouldn't make himself weaker on purpose. Has Kaido been taking any of the fights he's been in to this point 
seriously at all. And I'll start with Sebastian this time. Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> so he, to his point in this chapter, him doing this, drinking now, is reference to him, like, taking it seriously, which I don't know how to take that. Because how do you drink and get drunk? And, like, I, I know there's the trope of, like, I drank and now I'm stronger, mm-hmm. like, in Eastern, like, lore. But, like, typically if you drink and you're drunk, you're not going to be at your best, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's different for Kaido. I don't know. But typically that's not the case. But I will say that is a common theme amongst the Yonko. Like, every time they drink, like, they're fighting. You know, like, like Whitebeard and Shanks shared sake and then exchanged blows. Yeah. Big Mom and Kaido drank, like Kaido drank, and then immediately swung at Big Mom. You know, and now he's drinking yo, again. That's so crazy, right? Yo, <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yo, man. yeah, but like when Big Mom, he said, yo, un- uncuff her. He took a giant swig Dude. of his thing, and he swung at Big Mom. And then they were partying, and they were, you know. Um, Blackbeard also likes to drink. Um, so, like, I don't know if it's a, a Yonko thing, per se, or if it's a Kaido thing. Mm. But this, he to his point, he said, yo, this is me respecting you. So this is him now getting serious. So if he wasn't drinking before, then he wasn't serious. Yeah. He's also, I mean, I hope he has his awakening coming. So, like, he's never been fully serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we've seen fully, fully serious Kaido fighting. Because even who he's fighting, they've not been able to push him to his point in the chapter. He says, like, I haven't had, like, a, an opponent that's able to fight toe-to-toe with me seriously. In a long time. Like, it's, I can't remember the last time in one of the translations. I don't remember if he said a number of years or whatever. But it's probably, I don't want to say Odin, but it's probably been a while. Yeah. So, and, and of the people in the world that could actually do it, it's what, like five people? Whitebeard, yeah. Big Mom, Shanks, Akainu, and like maybe Mate, like Mihawk, you know? Like, he's not running into those people often. So, I want to say no. He hasn't taken anybody seriously to this point. Especially not what we've seen. The Scabbards, no. Yeah. You know, the, Yamato, he was more upset than he was serious. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was serious, it was in a parenting way versus a I'm respecting your capabilities kind of thing. It was a, I'm upset with you. Luffy, before this, he's dodged a couple times, but he's not been serious <coughs> to yeah. me. So, no. All right. Hasn't been serious. You, did you do a poll? Maybe oh, yeah, you know, do I'm doing that. Yeah. What do you think, Lawrence? What uh, do you think about that? Do you think he's taking, has he taken any of the fights seriously so far to this point? Um, that we've seen on Wano and everything. Yeah. Uh, no, I never really thought he did from the get because I know I, I said in the past that it was more like he was doing it for his amusement. You yeah. Know? So it was basically uh, like he, and also he scaled down. If he was serious, he wouldn't be scaling down. He would take it as uh, top priority or like really try to, like we all discussed, if he really wanted to kill them, he could have. You know, he was kind of not really underestimating them, but he knew in which he was, wasn't wrong, they weren't really on his level. Yeah. Or they're not on his level. So he's like, why do I have to take you guys seriously? You mm-hmm. guys are amusing. Because even though when, they, when, when we saw them landing attacks on him and they were damaging him somewhat a little bit, he was like, huh, not bad, well done, you know? But still not even giving it much as all, mm-hmm. you know, or even taking them seriously. He Because also too, he would land like one attack. Like uh, I was telling with Alina when we were, we were going back and forth, the difference between him fighting Yamato and he was fighting them, like, aside from what we've seen right now, this is the first time we've seen Kaido in the, the chapter, just we just read the newest chapter, him do, like, multiple or a series of attacks, like a Gatling. Most mm-hmm. of the time earlier, it was just kind of one attack. 
That's how I knew. It was like, you're doing one attack. That's it. You get one attack. You get one attack. You get one attack. Everybody gets one. Well, everybody gets one attack, you know? And then he'll stop there. He's not continuing. He's not following up with nothing. You yeah. see, when you're fighting, you're going to follow up. You're going to, you know, you're going to you're gonna do some damage. But he's doing one attack. This is one time he's actually doing multiple strong attacks. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking for this way you're fighting, it showed that he wasn't taking it seriously. And I thought it was interesting him drinking. One, I thought that was mad gangster and pirate. <laughs> he was like, in the, middle, in the middle of the fight, they're going at it. He's just like, all right. Yeah. Drinking. That's, that's very, it was very pirate-esque. I thought it was gangster. Then he was just like, Luffy, you really drinking right now? You want one? Like, you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, Luffy should have took that drink. Yeah, he should have. I would have took that drink. <laughs> I, I, I thought that would have been super dope if Luffy took the drink. I was like, okay. <laughs> That would have been dope. Yeah. That would have been the cementing of Luffy being a great pirate, right? Yeah, it would have yeah. made no, it would have been the cementing of him being Yonko status. Yeah, seriously. That's yeah. this this is proof right here that he's not. <laughs> this is the defining one. Take the drink. He didn't oh, take the drink. Any Yonko would have took that drink. <laughs> right now the poll is kind of split. It's fifty it's fifty-five percent no, forty-five percent yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I was yeah, pretty much, right? And honestly, um going back to like uh and it's interesting because those people with the expression, I think you mentioned about him drinking and maybe, uh, I don't know if made him weak or whatever. I don't know if you Yeah, I'm like, saying in general, like if you're drinking, you're not going to be at your best. But yeah. that's like regular human stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. two things. One, I was like, yo, imagine, it'd be mad random. We never thought of it. But what if Kaido's like a drunken boxer? <laughs> like, remember the Jackie Chan movie? Like, the yeah. drunken yeah. master? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. remember, too, Jackie Chan was in that movie was going through a lot of emotional stuff with his dad. Yeah. So, like, he would he was sick when he was fighting. He's also singing out to his dad or whatever. Kaido's like, he has a lot of uh, mental or whatever issues that he's going through. But we see him, he's drunk. He's kind of letting it all out now. Yeah. But that one attack he did kind of show that, yo, he might be a drunken boxer because he dodged Luffy's attack. And then, boom, rocked him. And yeah. I was like, yo, Kaido might be a drunken, because he's doing what's not even thinking about or paying attention to Luffy, really. Yeah, he's whipping out attacks while he's, like, drunk and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what if he's a drunken boxer? And that, to me, that made it interesting. And it also makes sense with Kaido, mm-hmm. because, like, how he is. He's kind of weird and unorthodox in a certain way. And then also, this little on, Luffy even mentioned, though, I don't know if it's the right translation, that his hockey is getting stronger. No, I said it's his hockey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So he might be a drunken boxer, or like uh, his, like he said, he views uh, views it when he drinks. He's in more of acknowledgement, and that kind of seems like uh, I guess because you kind of only share cup in the pirate world, I guess. So I don't know they share cups with like drinks with people they acknowledge. We see Whitebeard, Gold Roger. We see Whitebeard and Shanks. We see Big Mom and Kaido. Usually the higher ups. You kind of, Luffy and Sabo and Ace, they kind of share cups with someone they recognize as an equal or a brother or, like, around their status. Mm. So. Okay. No, you brought up a lot of good points. You mm-hmm. and Sebastian brought up a lot of good points. For me, um, I think that Kaido is so much more impressive strength-wise than, like, I thought. Mm-hmm. So, like, put it this way. He does this every other week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's because Oda just keeps showing it. Yeah. So, like... For me, I don't think he's taking the fights seriously at all. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Sebastian. And I agree with you because you said the same thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I more or less agree that he's kind of mm-hmm. like a new Kempachi. You know so what I'm saying? Right? In the chat. It's, it's, it's just basically he's, he's stooping down to people's levels in order to feel something. But yes. overall, up to this point, he's still not taking it seriously even after recognizing Luffy can hurt him. Mm-hmm. And it says volumes about Big Mom, and it says volumes about Rocks, Shanks, uh, and and Whitebeard especially. Like he's a part of that crew, and like if 
Kaido was necessarily, he, of course, he's not as strong as he was now. But like, if he was starting to come up, it's just like he's probably the biggest tank in the show. Like, remember, we seen somebody get gamma knifed, and like mm-hmm. they couldn't move, mm-hmm. and he's able to like speed blitz people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, gamma knife kind of seems like nothing happened, and that's kind of crazy because he's not able to fix himself, <clears throat> and he's. It's just like. If he's in his normal base human form and he's able to take all his damage and more and then he goes into his dragon state, then anybody that did damage in his dragon state kind of wasn't really damaged (laughs) at this point. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think like I used to think that Odin was going to take Kaido out at that point when he was about to. And he said he was going to. But now I'm like, I don't think he would have took Kaido's head off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think Kaido would have just tanked another attack. Yeah, and that's really what it comes down to. Like Odin, I know. I, I know. don't know about tanking, but he would have took another attack. Yeah. He would have took another attack, tanking. but I don't think Odin would have cut his head off. Same. Yeah. Same. And I, I think I'm now more convinced of that than ever. Mm-hmm. Especially after seeing just him, just just putting Luffy in that category of monsters, and he's able to just be like, "All right, let me get a swig of this real quick. <laughs> I'm Yo. going to inebriate myself." Mm. And it makes me think too, like. Even though he says he's not purposely making himself weaker, he mm-hmm. might be doing it inadvertently mm-hmm. because he, he's, he's going through these different emotions, but he's not actually going, I need to beat him. Yeah. He's more like, I'm just enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. So you're not taking this fight seriously either, mm-hmm. even though he could be hurt by it, Luffy. And it, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I think Kaido moves up mm-hmm. in, on the tier list at this point. Like, I think he moves up from where he was, where we had him, just because if he's not taking things seriously, and if he starts, and he's like, yo, I need to actually beat you and overcome you and use my ultimate willpower to beat you, you know, he's stronger than Big Mom. Mm -hmm. And I know that's hard to say because a lot of people think, like, they're equal, but they think Kaido's a little bit stronger. Yo, I think he's he's probably, like, two or three points now stronger than Big Mom. Two or three. The thing is, I'm just going to add, like, pretty much— what I think it is, because even with Kaido's acknowledgement on Luffy, and like you, what you, in harmony what you're saying, Kaido doesn't. The fear of him losing is not there. As much as Luffy's growing and showing himself, it's not like, oh yeah, you can truly fight me, but it doesn't mean I'm in danger of losing to you. Like I kind of feel like it would be with the other Yonkos if he went with Shanks, Big Mom. I think it's a measure where they could possibly even beat Kaido, or Kaido kind of recognizes that, you know, possibly, mm-hmm. because they're around his level and then they're greats. But Luffy's still not there. He's like, oh, you're able to fight me, but just because you're able to fight someone isn't like good. Doesn't mean you're able to beat him. Yeah, that's so, that's a yeah. great way of putting that. Mm-hmm. Like, great way of putting that, and it just shows how monstrous these Yonko are. Like, it, yeah. it like if Shanks is at this same level, I, I don't even, I can't even comprehend how. <laughs> with no ability hard work and dedication man like like this is what I this is what I try to tell people right Big Mom and Kaido have these special abilities they are special monsters within the verse mm-hmm. in the verse of monsters <laughs> and for Shanks to be up there with one arm and be kind of like a regular human like if he got hit with Gamma Knife it's probably going to destroy his guts right because it you know Gamma Knife is just Huge. Mm-hmm. Kaido's a big person. It probably yeah. didn't cut all the way. For someone like Shanks to like just avoid that or not get hit by it or like to be able to compete and be at the same level as these two monsters, 
<laughs> I I just don't see. I just don't. He's probably the strongest person. Like I mean, the the way to the way to compete is to be overwhelmingly powerful with your physical, like attack power, and obviously Shanks is probably way durable. Like I know his from, observation has to be <laughs> off the scale, and he'd have to be crazy fast. Yeah, speed kills. So if like Law tried to get that off, he could like and like take Law's arm off yeah. that quick. So that's what he. That's the level he'd have to be at. You know what I'm saying? Like Which devil we fruits, all assume he is. Devil yeah. fruits are probably not going to work on him at all. I, just that, because his mm-hmm. hockey levels are just going to yeah. be too extreme. That's that's like, where we're going to where it would. Sorry, but pretty it would have to be like you mentioned. Yeah. Because Rudy saw to me, he still showed uh, conquerors hockey feet that no one other person showed in the show. Like yeah. you mentioned, he's able to. Because like I was telling Lido, it's not only that he was able to um, damage. Enamel objects. I don't know if you guys noticed. Have you noticed that each hockey we've seen was kind of more like a burst? Yeah. Right? Shanks showed that he was able to keep it on somehow. Mm-hmm. Like like it was like, like a edit. sustained. Yes. Yeah. And then also, because it got to breaking object, objects, but it kind of seemed like it was getting stronger the longer it was on. Because it wasn't like right away he broke objects. It was like it was staying there and then growing and growing. And then while I was just knocking people out, it starts destroying, destroying Whitebeard's ship. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've never seen anyone able to keep it for that long. Yeah. Because yeah. he did the whole time he was walking. You know, so that's what I was like. So, like you said, to keep at that level, all his other hockeys have to be like towards the highest form, because mm-hmm. we were seeing how much you could do with conquerors. Like mm-hmm. you're able to survive yeah. Odin look, the hour look boiling. At, look at Luffy right now mm-hmm. in his base fighting Kaido because his conqueror spirit is what it is. Because yes. he's always been had a crazy strong conqueror spirit. He's just now being able to utilize it mm-hmm. to fight. Shanks has probably been able to do that for decades. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like. He's at, like, the highest level you can be with that, probably, or near it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so. is why, like, when people tell me, like, Shanks has to be the weakest Yonko, I, I, I have to, like, think about it and be like, you are out of your mind. <laughs> you are out of your mind if you think Shanks is the weakest Yonko. Mm-hmm. By, by far, as much as Kaido goes up and Big Mom goes up, mm-hmm. he's up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only person you can't say that about, necessarily, is Blackbeard, mm-hmm. because all of his power has come from his devil fruits. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he just became a Yonko. He mm-hmm. hasn't been a Yonko. It's only been two years. It hasn't mm-hmm. been ten years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Let me read some of these comments in regards to it. The poll um, is at 53 to 47 after 17 votes. 53% said no. 47% said yes. Most of them seem to be referring to Yamato. So that scene where Kaido was like bashing mm-hmm. Yamato down. Um, are probably what people are saying for the yeses. Um, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't done that to either of those. Yeah. He just now, like, the bashing, like, that's what I'm trying to say. He wasn't holding that much back with Yamato <laughs> because it was different. Yeah. Uh-huh. This was personal between them two. But yeah, you I'm going to get some of these off. Uh, oh, yeah, Quincy Riley says, isn't there a brother missing? That's <laughs> 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 just funny. Uh, Tariq says maybe he's like Rock Lee. Um, the drunken boxer. When he versus Kimi Maru. Arjun mm-hmm. says Kaido definitely took uh, Yamato seriously. Uh, super gamer guy mm-hmm. says, "I wouldn't say getting drunk made him stronger. He's just yeah. having fun." Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. yeah we agree. So, I mean, we Luffy did. did say that his hockey was stronger than it was before. That's, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe he, not, it could be that his emotions are coming out, so mm-hmm. he's like letting out more though too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaido got serious. Sebastian couldn't read. For yeah, a I couldn't read. I couldn't <laughs> read it for some reason. Can't you read this? Uh, some people are comparing <laughs> the Kaido to Kampachi from Bleach, like you guys did. Yeah. Um, Arjun, people were talking about Mihawk 
Tariq says V Hugs greater than any current Yaakov. I don't know about that one, dog. Let him go, bro. Let him go, bro. Let him think it. Oh, man. Super Gamer Guy says if Big Mom fought Mihawk, Big Mom would be the world's new strongest sword. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it. She's going to be doing Mihawk, somersaults. Mihawk acknowledged he is below Whitebeard. That is true. true. That I mean, is Gamer true. Guy said that? Gamer Guy Gamer said Guy that. always coming out with uh-huh. like great facts. <laughs> he, he's he definitely a good thinker. There's some shank shade in here too. But all right, <laughs> I'm going to end the poll now, guys. But thank you for guys for voting. Um, we'll probably put up some more polls soon. All right. So uh, for our next question, um, I asked this because I had an issue with it, and I'm afraid of it happening again. So the question is... Next, we get a look at Kaido's drunken dragon Bagua, his happy drunk state. He lands a fierce blow named Lightning Hammered Ragnaraku. Luffy is hurt, but it seems he's not as hurt as much as he should be. Are you starting to get the same vibes of this fight that we had with Luffy versus Katakuri? Meaning, anything devastating and outrageously lethal Kaido lands doesn't have a true negative effect on Luffy. And we'll start with Lawrence. Um, well, I will mention, I did, to me, what I saw, I'm not going to say that should have been the attack to uh, send like, Luffy's, you know, next loss, or the loss that we think, or we want to happen, I should say. I did think that Luffy should have probably been more hurt by it, because <laughs> he showed that he took, like, heavy damage, because he, he started yelling, screaming, like, uh, groaning in pain, and he mentions like, "Yo, this guy's like, he's tough. Like, what the heck? How sh- like uh, that that ta- that attack looked crazy to me. Crazy, like, yo. When he get, super he crazy, like, yo, flexed <laughs> and was buffed up. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then he he cracked Luffy through the skull a little bit. Where they, I thought to me at that moment, I thought he knocked Luffy all the way down. I did too. It, and then everyone just saw him loot like." Just not on the forest laid out. I thought that was about to happen. Yeah. You know? So I was like, and then Luffy's just like, out. but then shortly after, we see Luffy running towards him. So I expected, I thought Luffy should have, like, um, I don't know. I just expected him to take more damage from it. But I also think it could be adrenaline. Luffy's, like, hyped up on his own willpower. Because also, too, I don't want to knock Luffy's determination here. Right? Because Luffy obviously knows the extent how strong Kaido is. Because... Luffy's giving it everything he's got. Even though he's enjoying himself, Luffy is legit giving all he can to try, exerting himself. Like they mentioned earlier, going past human li- limits, right? Mm-hmm. Luffy's been knocked down and going going after Kaido, and he's doing a lot. And like, they even show that, like, towards the end of the uh, the chapter, when they kind of show his face. After even, he's the one that landed that t- kick on Kaido. But you see at Luffy's face, like, he's the one in more pain and more damage, the one that's getting more tired out. You know, like you see the look in Luffy's eye, you know, like those lines in there, like Luffy's becoming exhausted. And this is Luffy after he just ate. Mm-hmm. And when you know when Luffy after he just eats, he's like, he has so much energy. He's able to go on like how strong he is. He usually kind of wins like Goku after he eats, you know, like yeah. the energy gets back. But Luffy's already shown that like even all that food I just ate, I'm still ga- about to gas out. Like I'm using all my energy and all of the reserves I just had. So and then that goes to the Kaido strength where it's just like Kaido's still like. I want another drink. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we're pretty much, but, like, I don't know. Like, um, with the Luffy thing, I'm, like, mixed feelings about it. I believe he should have took more damage from the attack because that attack looked absolutely crazy to me. He went to hybrid from, like, last minute, and then Hockey conquers his attack, and then that devastating blow, 
I I wanted to see Luffy. I'm actually get knocked out, but because we I feel like we seen Luffy get knocked out from Wesley. We got something. He used Ragnarok before. Yeah, it didn't look as strong. As it didn't look as strong though. And yeah. he double he double handed that. It wasn't yeah, one. It, was, it, was, it was two. Like, so yeah. What about you, Sub? What do you think? Um. So I never got the feeling that Luffy should be knocked out. It was too like early in the chapter for that. Um, it did look devastating. So like I like I saw Kaido buff up himself <laughs> and hit him. It reminded me of Zoro when he used to like. Flex real hard yeah. and like the gorilla. the gorilla, yeah, gorilla. Yeah, yeah. Gorilla, yeah. So, and even Chopper when he does the muscle point joint. Mm-hmm. Um, the attack looked great and it looked crazy powerful. I will say this: um, Luffy did notice the attack was coming, um, yeah. and had ample time to protect himself. That is true. Yeah. So, though we do not see it on panel, I assumed he survived it because he blocked with arm uh-huh. hockey or. Even conquers hockey. The way that we see later in the chapter with the headbutt, maybe he cladded himself slightly. That is very and true. he was able That's to survive true. for that. Because to your point, he and base, he shouldn't just be taking that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, but at the same time, it's like Luffy's stronger than he was the last time they fought. So like, mm-hmm. attacks like this shouldn't be able to put him out. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't an ultimate attack from Kaido, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. It just looked crazy strong. So like, Luffy has this. I don't want to say renewed will, but he's. Stronger than he was. No, yeah, his will so got stronger. Like, his will got a boost. I don't expect him to lose to the same attacks. You know? Yeah. Like, even Kaido said, you're not one to take the same attack twice. Even though he took the same attack in this one, <laughs> kind of. It was a stronger version of it. Mm-hmm. But I think Luffy probably cladded himself slightly, mm-hmm. and that's why he was able to take it. Because he got up almost immediately. Like, he went, ah, uh, said it hurt and everything. He was out for a little bit. And then he got up to fight. You know? Like, he was ready to go again. So... I don't know if he took full damage or whatever, but he didn't take the kind of damage that he took the last time he got hit with it. Is what I'm yeah. saying. I'm just gonna add to it. No, that's a good point. I I I didn't I for, not forgot. I didn't think about that because Zoro Zoro even mentioned when he was fighting King, he said if he didn't block himself or protect himself with hardening or conquerors or whatever his hockey, he said that probably would have took me out. So you can see that you could survive attacks that could probably yeah. you know end the fight here by using your hockey. Mm-hmm. So Luffy couldn't, why, like you said, he noticed it. Because we've seen other attacks. I've seen Green the Mega when they're fighting. Luffy is noticing attacks. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you brace yourself against this level? Yeah. Like Luffy, we've seen Luffy do it before. Like he braced himself. So that's that's a good uh, way to, mm-hmm. because they would at least stop him from losing consciousness. He took a lot of damage, but at least the, the part where it would shake your brain or whatever to lose conscious, it probably could have stopped it to at least reaching that point. No, and, I, and I want to say this too, my bad. I, I know you're about to say, yeah. Kaido should have followed up. Honestly, yeah. he he goes in. I know he's drinking and stuff. He goes into dragon mode, bro. Follow up on that man. That's the stuff I be talking Con- about. Consecutive bro. attacks. I think you mentioned this before. Kaido's fighting IQ is lower than it should be. Like if he was at his max proficiency with fighting, he would take everyone out within like that. Because Luffy on the floor holding his head. If he yeah. swings on him again with another one, he probably can't block the way I was just talking about. He's not fully aware. See, so yeah. again, he's drinking. He's having fun with it, but. If you want to take people out, take them out. <laughs> what are you going to say, Law? No, I was going to say, that's the thing where I don't know if it's, like, not his IQ or he's not, like, I, not realizing, oh, I could follow up, whatever. It's kind of like he just, he sits back. Like, he's not going yeah, all out. There's no sense of urgency. Yes. He doesn't feel the need to follow yeah, up. Yeah, there's no matter. real threat to I'm him. I'm going Double to win. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to win. Yeah. So I don't need to follow up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But if he's fighting, like, a Shanks or something, he's probably following up. Yeah. If he Hopefully. can land it. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, for me, uh, it's, it's, 
it's one of those moments where I say to myself, don't think it's plot. <laughs> like, don't think it's plot, yo, because you're immediately thinking plot. Don't think it's plot. And it's hard for me because I really think the worst fight in all of One Piece has to be Luffy versus Katakuri. You're crazy. To, it's not because of what happened. It, it was super entertaining. It, mm-hmm. The emotions were there. It was nice. There's just... Luffy only landed like four hits, realistically. He landed like four to five hits on Katakuri no. in total. Yeah, he bro. No. More than that. He landed no. like four in Bound no, no. alone. No, no, Because I remember me and Sebastian... I'm sorry, Larry. But me and Sebastian got to like a, you know, a great... I'm going to say great. A heated discussion. A great debate. A great debate <laughs> discussion about this. So we actually compared... Luffy's two fights um, at uh, after uh, we compared his fight with Doflamingo and his fight with Katakuri, and we counted the blows that Luffy landed against both. I don't know okay. the yeah. number was. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the number, but Luffy landed more on, on panel Ka- yeah, on panel on panel more on Katakuri than he did on Doflamingo. And I was like, in your face, Sebastian, because Sebastian tried to. Oh, so you counted them? Yeah, yeah we, we counted them. I don't remember okay. the number exact was, number because we, we we had a, we had the fight play by play. We counted each one. So yeah. All right. So I might be. I'm. I'm probably wrong in that aspect. Yeah. But it was so significantly lower than what Katakuri was doing, even though Katakuri that was stronger mm-hmm. than Luffy in every aspect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He landed way more devastating blows than Luffy had done, mm-hmm. and that's my biggest problem with that fight. Is that there's not an equal amount of blows. It's really like, yo, Luffy can't keep up. He's trying to keep up, mm-hmm. and he lands when he lands, and it affects Katakuri so negatively. Meanwhile, Katakuri lands, and he's stronger, and he's not trying to catch up, and Luffy doesn't seem to take any negative effect from them. It's just the story demands he overcomes Katakuri to an extent, and we have to watch him progress. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have to watch Katakuri digress into being you know, lesser than Luffy. And it's hard for me to accept that fight. It's hard for me to say that's one of Luffy's greatest fights. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't want Kaido to become the next Katakuri. I hate that. Because if he's landing blows like we just seen, and Kaido did take it seriously, and he demolished Luffy, and he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been taking anything seriously. He's been matching their levels. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, come on. Like, Luffy has to take, even if he reacted late. He wasn't forcing himself against Kaido like he's always been doing with Conqueror's Hockey. He took that to the face. And Kaido, like, you know, wound up to hit him. And he he was, you know, hard. Like, it was a hard, lethal hit. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't want it to become where, like, Luffy's taking too many of these hits and now he's not landing too many. Or it's not hurting Kaido at this point. And he's still, like, able to get up. Like, he's still in base form, like Sebastian said. Like, if he's taking it in G4... I'll accept that. I, I can accept that. But if he's taking it in base form and he's not hitting back or throwing force back, then that becomes hard for me to accept. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Kaido does need to double tap on people, man. <laughs> he get it. He needs he needs to double tap. And, it, you know, this seems to be in the Zoan category where, like, you know, we've seen Queen do it with Sanji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit Sanji with every German move and then was like, let me go to this chick. <laughs> Meanwhile, this dude just disappeared, and I couldn't find him. Mm. And, you know, King yeah. kind of does the same thing, too. It's like these Zoans happen to do that. They, they're they very susceptible to getting hit, and they don't mind getting hit, but they also don't hit back. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me. So, 
Yeah. All right. So let's go to question number four. Do you do want to say something? Two couple things. Uh, I put up another uh, poll in the chat. Strongest Yonko, and I put Kaido, Shanks, Big Mom, and Blackbeard. The poll is still up right now. Kaido's in the lead at forty three percent. Shanks uh, second at thirty eight percent. Blackbeard third at fourteen percent. Big Mom fifth with five percent. Uh, Super gamer guys in the chat on a Mihawk tirade, which is hilarious. Listen, Mark, can you just close the live <laughs> chat? Kick everybody out. They said Blackbeard's third. Yo, Come Blackbeard, on, bro. Man. All right. So anyway, let's go to question four. Uh, we get to the part of the chapter that has the One Piece community speculating heavy. We meet with the girl, Say, and Marie Joa, and they are discussing if they should strike now since Nico Robin has most likely been captured. But they further explain that with Kaido and Big Mom involved, death can come easily for anyone. Was this a foreshadow to someone actually dying in Wano? And if so, who do you believe it is? And will Sebastian go? Uh, as people who are longtime viewers of this show will know, <laughs> Uh, I am a big supporter of Law dying in Wano and potentially saving Luffy, like sacrificing his life to bring Luffy back, um, like from death or potential death. Uh, so to me, it would be Law mm -hmm. that they're foreshadowing with this statement. Um, but as we know, like, Oda don't be killing people. So it's really like a hope against hope. Uh, yeah. So odds are ain't nobody dying. But if I had to bet my money on anyone, Law or Kinemon would have the most death flags. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it would be law. one of them two. If I had to choose, mm -hmm. I would probably say Kinemon because it would have it would have a bigger impact on Momo mm -hmm. um, and his growth. Uh, if I could choose myself, it would be both. Uh, if I had to choose one, it would be Law. Okay. Because I think it would have a bigger impact on the community as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know where Law goes from here. Like, learning the history is cool, but, like, the straw hat's supposed to do that. Like, I don't need Law to do that. So. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Law? Oh, I'm going to say, especially when we introduced you to the show, we, we mentioned One Piece taking abilities <laughs> was a thing. <laughs> From the get, we yeah. established that, right? It's not that Oda don't be killing people, that everyone's taking uh, physical death. Like, even the fodder just be stronger than we've seen in other shows. Where it, well, Remember, One Piece taking abilities, all right? But anyway, I try her that. <laughs> uh, this one is interesting because it's not about who we think is gonna die in Wano. Because I got the more impression is who does the girls they want to kill and then cover it up, blaming Dianco. Mm -hmm. You know, mm. so that's gonna be like who are they after? Because they want to take Robin alive. <laughs> so it's not killing off her and blaming it on blaming Dianco. They want her alive. Law, I thought Sebastian, the Law actually does kind of fit that category. Because, but I don't know if they need him alive for that because they want, they wanted his fruit from before. You know, they wanted that ability for reasons, yeah. right? But I'm trying to think, is that the one they want to cover up, though? They blame it on, well, what do you expect? You had two Yonkos meeting up and there was a war going on. And you know how strong they are. Casualties are going to happen. Mm. So who would they want to kill to cover up in this? That's what I'm thinking. And I was thinking, I wouldn't, wouldn't it be Drake. I'm trying to think, who here? You know, mm. maybe it could be honestly who would fit that because they want Wano Monosuke. Mm. If they want Wano, no, no, that's not gonna happen. I know it's not gonna <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm trying to think. not dying because they want control over, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Wano. Yeah. 
So who who do they have to kill to get that? Well, they're not going to control them. I know, well, but they want to. Yeah, yeah who they they for that, they said mm-hmm. for casualties. Because Momo's not going to work in line with the world government. Yeah. He's not. So it's like, all right, who can we have? And Rochi, Rochi, maybe since his business deal went down with Kaido, but mm-hmm. I doubt they would want to use Rochi. So it's like, who would they kill to replace in Wano so they could have uh, Wano? Because they want it. They're yeah. not, I don't, they're not going to get it, but they want this... This, they want this territory. Yeah. So it's like, who could they cover up to how to get it? They're working that way. I don't know if that's exactly their end goal because they're kind of focused on Robin. But I understand is the cover cover up a kill with the Yonkos. What's their best interest here that works in their favor? Okay. Yeah. But did you say who? <laughs> I don't think you did. I yeah. didn't. I, you always do this. <laughs> you never give I, an it's, answer. It's, it's leaving it with the questions of, of questions, but no. Answer. Because to me, that's who I believe that's what they're trying to do. I need you to answer the question, Lawrence. I didn't name a few people though. I said Momosuke. I said Drake. I said Low. All right. So Momonosuke, Drake, Law. Those are your three that you think will die. Mostly, mostly Law and Momo because I don't know how Drake fits into what they want. Should I do a yeah. poll? Only because, most likely to die. Because I don't know. I still don't understand if they know of Drake. Why did he go so hard to beat Drake down? And why was Drake so down to fight yeah. the world government? They're supposed to be allies. That's what I never understood. Yeah. You know, it didn't make sense to me. Okay. It's like his cover was blown, and they know that. Drake, you actively went to go fight the world government. You're a Marine. The world government, you actually went sought to go fight Drake. This doesn't. Something doesn't make sense to me here. They're supposed to be allies. I don't know. Okay. But um, <laughs> I think law makes the best sense. Yeah. But I'm more in the sense of who's coming to Wano, and that's probably Blackbeard, and Marco will probably be the one dying. Oh, I forgot about Marco. So about Marco. I I don't. If it's between Law and I mean Law and Kid versus Big Mom, and then Law has to die, and then Kid is like the one that moves forward, I would hate that. <laughs> like, I think Kid deserves to die before Law. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either gonna be Marco, mm-hmm. which I think it's more more or less gonna be Marco, uh, because his devil fruit's gonna have to get taken. They should probably want his fruit. Yeah, and then um, is it's either gonna be Law, Kid, or Marco. Law, but I'm more on the Marco, and I think Kid is next in line. So those are my three. I'm telling you right now, Sebastian, if Marco dies <laughs> without showing nothing, mm-hmm. where, where does that leave you with Marco's view? We're not going to have that conversation. I know, I know. Because it's going to last forever. I'm not saying for us. Yeah. This is just, it, would, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't change it. Yeah. Um, I just want to point this out. They could have just still been talking about Robin based off of the trend, like how the wording was and how vague it was. Mm. They could have just been talking about Robin. But do they, do they want to sure. kill her? Because then if they're trying to capture her alive. They would rather she be. They would rather she's captured, for them or just dead. They're gonna. The fact that they're she's gonna have her out there, No, they would have her captured for them. You know what I'm saying? Because if she's the only one that could read it, because you know. yeah, that's not. Because in the beginning, when she was a little girl, they wanted her. But they, dead. they most likely have people in the government that can read. There's no doubt about that. They wouldn't just kill off Ohara, and they have I these have things no. that they can't translate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. Nah, I mean, listen, bro. If someone could do it, maybe it's Eam, but like, she's the person that's out there that they don't have control over. But if they have control of people who could already read it, then she's uh, an endanger because she empowers people that aren't controlled by them. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they would. Oh, they okay, would so they probably kill her. Yeah, they would kill her. Yeah, yeah, they would kill her. Kill her. Like, it's like, yo, this is your only avenue to unlocking the truth. Yeah. Kill it. But live your truth. That's, that's but the main focus is because in the beginning when she was a little girl, they wanted her dead. But it seemed like it Hush switched. Up, little girl. <laughs> well, they want to know what she's read because the people underneath they don't they don't know the true history either. But like again, it's you know either capture it for us 
Mm. Or die. He can't be out in the wild the way she is. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Out running about. So let's go to the next question before we start taking calls. Well, All right. So the last and final question of the show. Okay. So finally, we are made aware that a shadow resembles an island has appeared. The youngest elder and the oldest elder with the birthmark are arguing about an impossibility. That impossibility is of a devil fruit that hasn't awakened for centuries upon centuries has appeared. The youngest elder yells, then why would the world government bother to give that one specific devil fruit another name? It's to erase that devil fruit from the annals of history, isn't it? Then we cut back to Wano to see Zunisha has arrived. What did you guys think about that conversation with the girl say? And what are your thoughts on Zunisha appearing? And we'll go with Lawrence first. Honestly, this is a very interesting conversation. Because honestly, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to think, because so, I feel like there's a lot of fruits that they want, right? And we already see that the world government, they have the same MO. Yeah. They want something. It gets out in the public. Oh, snap. We got to cover it up. They're like, that is their go-to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? So it's like, what ability is it this time? Because they want so many. They, we talked to, and they kind of threw a bunch of abilities in the air about dragons, laws, uh, maybe uh, not so much, but like they, had, they had Luffy's before Luffy got it. Um, they want Bonnie's. You know, so it's like there's so many fruits that they want. So which one are they talking about right now? Which one's the fruits the most? Because it means like right now to do this, maybe it's the most, in their eyes, the most valuable fruit. I'm not sure, because they didn't really give much evidence. And then having um, Zonisha show up could be that. But the thing is, but why would they want this one? Mm. You know, maybe because it kind of shows it. Uh, how long did they say Zonisha has been around? What, 8,000 years, was it? No, 800 years. 800 years. Maybe because, in a way, maybe with that ability, you're kind of like undying. You don't die. You're, uh, you know, because I don't think any human that can eat that is going to live for 800 years. Yeah. So maybe they want that to experiment on. I don't know. So it could lead to that. Because I think that's the only known, that's a Zohan, I'm guessing, ability. You know? Or maybe it's not a Zohan ability. Maybe it was just an elephant that ate a different ability that grew to that size. Mm -hmm. You know? Maybe it was like a, I don't know, a colossal ability. (laughs) Like an elephant ate a colossal ability and they wanted that for whatever reason. I don't know. So it's interesting here, but it's looking at it's leading to uh, Zonisha's, but the thing is, why does that? Why would they want it? How does this benefit them? Mm, yeah. You know, because like, also too, honestly, the world government is mentioned that they show them, but we don't really know much of anything about the world government. We just know they have they have power. Yeah, we have no reason how they got there and what's their game plan because we see the Marines more, but the world government they're so secretive, which is actually kind of dope because like spies and secret agents, even though they don't get much light, that's basically them. They're because they're behind the scenes behind. The Marines. The Marines are their face. The world governments strictly work in the shadows. Yeah. So that's why like, we don't know much about them. So they always they're always plotting something, you know. So to me, to me it's like they, it's caught up in the air and it looks like only, uh, Zonisha. But like, why though? Mm. How does this fit to their power or their scheme? I think the only way we could, to me to fully answer this question is they don't say it. But even with all the gameplay, we got to find out more. Like kind of like what led to the world government in power. You know, we need we need more answers from them. Okay. What about you, Seb? What do you think? <laughs> um, it's funny because I asked in the chat, what's your best Zunisha theory? 
and mm-hmm. the people are ro- rolling up a bunch. Yeah. And two people said two that I have here in my phone already in my notes. Um, <laughs> Benny K says the devil fruit that they're talking about is Otama's devil fruit, and the former user of the fruit 800 years ago gave it to Zanisha and has complete control over them and punished them with the fruit. And I kind of like that one. I saw it on Grand Line's channel. I kind of like that one because it's out of the... Like, nobody was thinking of that. I, I wasn't thinking of that when I read it. Mm. And it still makes sense because it ties into what her fruit does. It controls animals and what they can do. And if you could control an animal this large, that's kind of crazy. Like, that's like... Like, you saw this wipe out. She's like uh, Shirahoshi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if there's multiple Zunishas walking around, but the fact, like, Zunisha wiped out Jack's fleet. That's a Yonko's third commander mm-hmm. on a one swing. This She can do real, real damage. So, like, that was what I really liked, and it ties into the fact that they were talking about a Delfruit. I don't know, remember what Tama's Delfruit's name is. I think Larry's looking it up now. But, like... It's a Kibi Kibi no Mi. Yeah. So maybe that's the only way she's figured out how to use it, but maybe it's some, called something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about hers. It's possible that it's specifically, like, they're talking about Zunisha itself. Another theory that I had written down in my notes that I saw online was that Zunisha is Joy Boy, <laughs> <laughs> and he has been punished, possibly through the same means, to walk the earth for eternity. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I like that one as much as I like the Otama one. Um, I don't know but it would tie into how it's serious the world government, like the because this is the Goro set. Mm-hmm. Like it's not world government officials. These are people who have knowledge of the history of the world that I d- report directly to him that are like crap in their pants because of this situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we saw sweat and we saw the Gandhi dude. Like, damn, like this isn't good. Yeah. So it's definitely something high level. Those are the two that I thought of. Um, when I was looking online, because I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. When you asked the question, I was like, I read this chapter like four times, and I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I thought of the Joy Boy one, but I was like, nah, because that hat was too small. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't fit Zunisha's head, but I was like, maybe it's not Joy Boy's hat, whatever. And then it was like, maybe it is. And then I saw the Tama one, and I just think it's had such a major impact on the raid on Onigashima. Mm. And the fact that she, like, like knocked herself out screaming a command to the people saying, help me take down Kaido, mm. if that reached Zunisha on some, like, yo, the devil fruit still has a tie on Zunisha, mm. and she was able to command it unknowingly because she put that much energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, that's too much, it's a lot of a stretch, it's a lot of reaches, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I do. Wait, so that, that was that was go back to what you said. You said yeah. who gave the fruit to who the control? Oh, so um, basically the theory is that like somebody in the back in the day mm-hmm. had this fruit and used it on Zunisha to control them, punish them for whatever they did. The punishment part is why people connected it to Joy Boy okay. because it's like Joy Boy apologized for not being able to help the fishmen people mm-hmm. on that one pony glyph. And if he's being punished for either not helping or because he was trying to help, it could tie into what Zunisha's going through. Again, this is all speculative as hell. It's yeah. just like you're trying to piece the puzzle pieces together. But, like, 
just in general, it doesn't need to be a Joy Boy thing specifically. One of them just says Joy Boy. But the Otama one is the one that I, I gravitated to when I was reading up on it. That Punisher was like very Greek mythology-esque, like mm-hmm. Zeus punishing the Titans and making them carry a thing yeah. on their and, back. And, and in around. like Hindi lore, I think, or Hindi mythology, that there is a giant elephant. Or is it, is it Greek? There is a giant it's elephant. A Hindu. It's yeah. Hindu, yeah. yeah. There's a giant elephant that carries the world on his back, which I when I saw uh, Zeus the first time, I was like, oh, it's a reference to that. Mm-hmm. If there's more to that story, maybe that'll tell us the answer. But okay. I don't know it personally. So All right. So um there's a couple of good things that you guys mentioned to be honest. For me, let me just start with the Gorosei conversation. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised to see that the youngest Gorosei was uh didn't know of things that the older Gorosei knew about. So I was I was it got us to a perspective that now there's a hierarchy in the Gorosei mm. that I didn't mm-hmm. think that was there before. I thought that they were all equal footing. Yeah. But now there isn't one because the youngest one was like, you know, questioning the world government itself, mm-hmm. which means that he's probably not in it as much as I thought. And I thought that was so interesting because we just learned something about the Gorosei. Mm-hmm. So there's a hierarchy. There's information being kept mm-hmm. from... Even them. Even them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or With him, each other. Yeah. So that's crazy in itself. To go to Zunisha appearing, I'm glad I called it. Yeah. Because I, I'm right. I'm mad. I forgot to do that. I, I wanted to give you your credit uh-huh. on the chat, on the show. Let, if y'all have everybody not be watched, saying I got hot takes and they don't be good takes, <laughs> guess what? I called something right twice in one. More importantly than Zunisha showing up, Larry called this moment. Months ago, I want to say like May, when we first started the channel, and it's rare for Larry to be this nah, right. No, nah, I'm hard. always right. So Every, everybody in the chat knows I'm right. <laughs> everybody. But yeah, no, nah, he called it though. So, he did. He called it. He um, did. to go to the Zunisha part, and when they were talking about the fruit, right? It goes then. Why would the world government bother to give that one specific devil fruit another name? It's to erase the devil fruit from the annals of history, isn't it? I think this is us seeing Zunisha is another mythical zone. Like we've seen the mythical zone of Buddha with Sengoku, right? Mm-hmm. We're seeing this one from the Hindi mythology of the elephant. And the elephant does walk across the ocean. I think that it is somebody from 800 years ago, but they were only controlled by people who have the voice of all things. And the reason why it can't be Tama is because Tama's ability doesn't work on Zoan natural users. It only works on the Smile Devil Fruit users who have animal-like characteristics. So it doesn't work on actual Zoan users. That's to that point. So that crushes that theory. Is that been confirmed yet? Yeah, it says it right here on the... the, the I'm saying, has she tried to use it on a Zoan... That wasn't an artificial one. It says, it is unknown if those if these dangles can affect eaters of faulty smiles, but it is known that they do not work on natural okay. Zoan okay. users. It doesn't work or just has it? It doesn't has work. It, has it and yet. the reason why it also doesn't work, even if that information wasn't present, is because when Zunisha talked to Momonosuke, Zunisha asked Momonosuke to command her yeah. to do something. That's true. So if that is possible, that would directly be a contradiction to Tama's ability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that can't work. So I think that also the reason why Zunisha is here is because Zunisha was called by Momonosuke on accident. Mm -hmm. 
when Momonosuke was having those headaches and he was on that uh, Shinobu's lap, I think, or Yamato's lap, and he was experiencing it, that's when I knew, like, the only other time, the only other time we've ever seen him do that is when Zunisha was nearby or coming or he was in contact with Zunisha. That's why I said Zunisha's coming. But I also thought Zunisha was going to carry the island. Mm-hmm. But I think Momonosuke's going to do that now. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that the Gorosei are talking about this fruit is because they do have certain fruits that they have in mind that they've kept in their books that they go, hey, these are dangerous to our existence, to our ruling. Mm -hmm. We have to be aware of these fruits. Now, to have that fruit itself be hidden or given another name, like Zunisha, instead of like what it actually is, they're definitely talking about Zunisha. Let's get that one. I think it's it's 100% about Zunisha. I, I, I do think because of what Sebastian said, Zunisha was able to take out islands by itself. Mm-hmm. It was able to take out a third rank commander with ease. It can destroy anything. It, if somebody has the voice of all things and brought Zunisha to Marie Joa, they would destroy Marie Joa. If a vice admiral, if they can take on Zunisha's trunk, you know, which I expect they should, mm-hmm. would destroy Marie Joa. Like, easily. It is it is comprehensible to say that it's comparable to Shirahoshi's ability. She it, it's like a it's like a it's like 20% of being Poseidon at this point. Mm-hmm. But if whoever has the voice of all things, which could be many people, unlike Poseidon being one person, this is kind of more of a danger because this is more accessible than Poseidon is. Controlling sea kings. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're saying, like, we had to give this another name. We, we we had to erase this from the history books just because we don't want this information to get out because then people want to learn about it, and then they know about it, and then it becomes a danger. So it's Zunisha 1. Otama has no effect on this. And this is like a mini Poseidon, which we all said when we first saw Momonosuke yeah. do this. We were like, yo, he can. He, he's not Uranus. I think Uranus is something completely different as well. He's not Uranus. Uranus has to do something with observation. I'm convinced. But this is very Poseidon-like, bro. Yo, honestly, thinking about like it might be Zunisha uh, because thinking about it too, I started thinking how, like I said, fits their purpose and how valuable this is. Eight hundred years. Imagine, like they they want it and they were able to, for example, replicate it like they did uh, drag um, Kaido's ability, mm-hmm. right? So now you have other. Obviously, they don't they don't all have to be elephants. Or whatever, because I don't know if it's the if it's the thing makes you an elephant or the elephant ate it. I don't know exactly that, but like, but just say like for example, it is an elephant or mm-hmm. a mammoth. You have a bunch of these walking around, and you put marine bases on all of them. This is how they control the seas. Yo, you want to hear something crazier? Oh, wow. You want to hear something crazier? Mm-hmm. If Vegapunk replicated the mythical elephant fruit and had like six of them. Mm-hmm. And then they had like a voice of all things user on their side. That's Poseidon. You think it's the e- equivalent of Poseidon? It would be close enough yeah. to Poseidon. It's not Poseidon overall because there's so many but sea honestly, kings, right? Like Poseidon could take the combo and a, make it a, a, there's a, a couple. There's a couple leaps in logic, not logic, but like expectation of what people can do there. Um, but you're right. But like. We don't know if it's only Momo that can do this. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, we would they expect, have to well, get Momo? We, we expect... No, I'm saying if there's other people, like Odin was one, Roger is one, Luffy's one, like, Momo's one, 
like if they had somebody on the government side, mm-hmm. just apparently they have their own little Poseidon. It would be a diluted form, but even the pacifistas are a diluted form of what Kazaro mm-hmm. is. Because yeah. imagine if right. Vegapunk replicated these devil fruits, like I said before. The, the Sea Kings aren't this big, though. Are they? Are they uh, as big um, as Amisha? Uh, I want to say yes. You remember that zebra one? That I the, the say One Piece yes. ship was on? I mean, the, I the Go and Mary was on? Mm. It was near it, but, but the thing is, right? Even if it's not as big as Zunisha, we've seen Zunisha take damage on its legs from uh, the Kaido pirates, uh, the Beast pirates, yeah. when Jack was there. Imagine a, a calm belt of Sea Kings attacking Zunisha. Yeah. She wouldn't stand a chance. She wouldn't. Yeah, she, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. But like 50 Zunisha. No, that's, yeah, so that's, that's what I was getting at before about like them replicating mm-hmm. this. Because I was thinking about, you know how, uh, first I thought of like, like, like an army of this. Mm-hmm. You put marine bases. Dude. On top of that, that too, and then they just roam whatever. That, that Lawrence, too. You got to think bigger. An army of Zunishas could possibly destroy the Red Line. It would be like the, it could be it could be that level of like mm. different. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So Attack on Titan, the biggest power <laughs> is the rumbling. Mm-hmm. So on Attack on Titan, Aaron is able to summon all these colossal titans. And make them walk through the earth. It's called the rumbling. Yeah. If that happens, they would stomp over everything on earth. Mm-hmm. It's the most dangerous weapon on Attack and Titan. Yeah. Zunisha's replicator can do that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get. Like, Crazy. Yo, yeah, with Marine based on that, so you have like an army on top of that to. I think it's, It'd be like the Germa 666. Yeah, but instead of the giant snails, yeah, giant, oh my gosh. pretty much giant Unisys so, is roaming around. So I, I think that everybody wants it to be a little bit too convoluted. It's a. It, I think everybody's making it too complicated. We, if my reading comprehension is correct, <laughs> we seen them talk about this fruit, and then Zunisha immediately appeared after. Yeah, that has to be in reference to Zunisha. It can't mm-hmm. be to Tama. Tama is nowhere even in the chapter. Yeah, for that to be true. said. So it's just people picking, wanting to make it interesting, but overall, I think that. No, um, you're probably right. Yeah, then it makes sense, like you said. Um, but the thing is, the one thing I'm worried about is, this, in the water? is the same thing I worry about Toki, where Toki's able to break the show with her being from the voice entry and being able to give us information that we might necessarily may not want in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think that if they took Zunisha and Zunisha offered that information, please do not tell me all of the information. Tell me something little and and have it in some way have laugh tell tell me it. Because I am I, shocked you said that. Be, well, it's because I want <laughs> Him one, of all people. <laughs> well, I want One Piece to be great. Yeah. Like I want One Piece to satisfy my curiosity mm-hmm. and to satisfy the lore of One Piece. If I'm giving if I'm given that, the same way Usopp asked Rayleigh what One Piece was, and, you know, Luffy goes, Usopp-kun! <laughs> and he yelled at him. Yeah. I would do that mm-hmm. to Zunisha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so That's how I feel about Yamato. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, those are all the questions I have for today. Um, mm-hmm. If you can, Marv, can you put up the number? And we're going to have some of the people call us up and ask us questions themselves. Uh, we will be super nice. Uh, <laughs> like always. So please, you know? Yeah, like always. We're only, we're only mean to each other, slightly. Kind of. Yeah. Oh. I, mean, I mean, we're not even mean to each other, just that we come at each other. It's love, man. It's, it's, it's love and passion. Brotherly, brotherly when love. When you're passionate and lovable. Mm-hmm. 
You know? gonna get this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, that yeah. was good though. That yeah. was good stuff. What uh, the questions? The questions. Yeah. yeah Ooh, the Zunisha discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Benny K said Larry actually starting to hit on some things for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's been a long time coming. Yo, y'all better stop disrespecting yeah, he, me. He bro. has his moments. Y'all know yo. I'll be right, right, bro. He, he, has does. His, he has his moments. Nah, y'all be y'all, y'all know I'll be right, bro. <laughs> they said my man went two for twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Westbrook started. <laughs> nah, you got, listen, he got it, man. He got it. Y'all need to chill, bro. Yeah. A lot of people talking the Toki theory uh in here too. About what? Um just uh in general that the fruit they're talking about is Tokis. And I personally wouldn't like it, but... Yo, we got a call. Let's go. Yo, Mark, can you tell us when it's live? Oh, it's live. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from That One Piece Talk. Who's calling? No? No. No? Maybe they should call back? Oh, no. Yeah, try call back, guys, if you went in and had an issue. We sorry about that. Apologies. apologies. Yo, Benny, I'm going to put you in a chokehold, bro. (laughs) Hey, oh, this is Larry from one, that One Piece Talk. What's going on? Who is this? Hey, this is uh, Archie Molly from uh, last week. Hey, hey, what's going on, brother? What's, what's going up? on? Hey, um, so oh, I was like, it was, I thought it was really cool. You guys brought up the uh, uh, like religious symbolism of Zanisha. So like, I actually Googled it, and there is a story of like four elephants holding up the world. So that was a good uh, deep cut. But also, there's a Hindu guy named Ganesha. Who's like whole thing is removing obstacles. Sorry, removing obstacles. So I think Zanisha's gonna kind of like remove the obstacle of the world government, so like the star has to escape. Mm. Mm. Yo, that would be mm. the that only way they would be able to escape, right? Yeah, yeah Zanisha just goes just smacking all the world government. No, if they if they just escaped on Zanisha, they're not gonna catch Zanisha on a boat. I mean, they're not. Are you saying I didn't even think of the, I didn't even think of Zanisha actually being an escape plan. Yeah, because Wano's on top of a giant waterfall, right? Yeah. So it's like, if it's high up enough that they could, like, traverse it to get to Zunisha, or are you saying they're going to go down and then go all the way back no, up? It, it, no, hold on. The, the Onigashima may still fall, mm-hmm. but if Zunisha's right near them and be Zunisha's the pulled thing. away, mm-hmm. I mean, Onigashima's pulled away enough, that means that they're just going to hop on Zunisha and escape. I didn't even think of that. Well. Wouldn't you want the Straw Hats to fight their way to the, the world government? Listen, man, there's things I want and things that I know is not going to happen. <laughs> Listen, Zunisha is super strong. She can wipe that whole fleet of whatever is in front of her but, out. But also, too, the feast. Where do you guys think the feast is going to be? Oh, it'd yeah. be on Zunisha. You think it could be? be on Zunisha. I, I would assume it's on Wano. Right? I mean, yeah. it would have to be. With the, it's got to be on Wano. All right, now I'm confused. <laughs> it's got to be on Wano, bro. I'm confused. Zunisha could be a part of the feast. What, what do you, hold on. What do you think? Do you think what, what do you think about what we're saying? You still there? Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I was just thinking they'd probably escape on Momonosuke if he wasn't, like, super tired and climb onto Zunisha from him. Mm. Oh, that's Oh, like the whole of Wano? Is he big enough for that? No, no, no. Like, uh, um, Momo basically moved the island, like, Mm. From like above the island, so the island's gonna explode. So he would move it from above Wano, it would detonate and like crumble in the ocean. But like the alliance would escape onto Zunisha either from like Zunisha's trunk or like some sort of a uh, yeah, from like Momonosuke maybe flying them up after the island explodes okay. or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, you can also drop the island on Zunisha. No. no. Zuni should be out. No, Zuni should not be out. She's out. Peter's watching right now. Peter's watching right now. When did we start? When, when did we do that? <laughs> Great, great question though, man. Honestly, yeah, it's got me thinking. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah, it got me thinking now. Like, I'm like, yo, how are they gonna escape? Now? Honestly, cause I don't think they escape. I think they stay on Wano for an extended period of time. If the feast is gonna happen on Wano, it makes sense. Uh, it's just interesting how Zunisa plays out in this, uh, because also too, we still have uh, the world, world government, the CPO, still on it. That's <laughs> they're also, I guess, their escape route. I don't know if they, how they got here. Miles but. in the chat said, if an admiral is on any of those ships, Zunisha getting put in a body bag. <laughs> So, Yo, call Peter, man. Peter, man. <laughs> well, thank you for the the question, man. Did yeah. you have any other questions? Uh, no, that was it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, no thank, thank you, you for calling. To Larry for predicting Zanisha. Wait, what'd you say? Big ups to Larry for predicting Zanisha. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 let's everybody. go. You know, <laughs> give, give, give Larry his credit. Give Larry his credit, go. man. I'll be right. You know? he, he, he did it, man. It works it. 60% of the time, every time. <laughs> I want y'all to know that we didn't disagree. But he was right. He called yeah. it. I ain't called it. Thank <laughs> you so much for calling up, man. Seriously, yeah, I appreciate problem. it. Yeah, have a good one. Have a good night. I keep enjoying. Hmm. Oh, man. Any other calls, Marv? A lot no. of calls? A Jesus. lot of calls? I'm going to have to get my personal You might have to start doing this a little earlier. Oh, tell him to call back. Uh, well, tell him to call back. <laughs> call back if we called before. Sorry about that. We, we might have to do it, not 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. It's hard to get through all these questions. Yeah. Like, five questions takes up, like, an hour, maybe. Yeah, we be talking a lot. Yeah, we got to start shutting up. Especially you, because you don't give answers. <laughs> Lawrence be saying words. How many words. times do we have to teach you this lesson? Lawrence will say everything but answer the question. He does it with everything, bro. You I do be it with everything, bro. I be answering questions, man. Nah, bro. Sometimes I answer with another question. You, I'm trying to get you guys to think. I'm a thinker, okay? <laughs> I'm a visual learner. If you give me, if you give me answers, yeah, you can pick it up. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who's calling? Hello. 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 Mosh, mosh. Mosh, mosh. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> you. <laughs> What's going on? Who's calling? You and Shane. Shane, hey. my boy! Hey. Yo, Shane's actually one of the moderators on TikTok for us. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What up, what up? Yeah, what's going on, What's Shane? Up, How are you, man? I'm, just, I'm doing good. Uh, y'all good, like, with that whole COVID thing? I know y'all. Know oh. That. Young was like about a week ago. Yeah, Sebastian got us oh, sick, man. <laughs> it was either Sebastian or Lawrence. Wait, I haven't seen you. I, I never anything. tested positive. That's all I want to say. I, I didn't test sick. positive either. I, I didn't was either. sick, but I was good. good. I didn't get tested, but still. I had something else. I don't know what it was. He had to clap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Shane's probably like, what are you talking All right. about? <laughs> All right, my bad, Shane. Go. All right, so like, y'all know I got to push my law agenda, right? Laws? So, who, wait, what? Laws. I got to push my law agenda. Oh, oh go no, ahead. Okay. Go ahead, bro. So, so uh, he's admiral level. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's big admiral. I got like so many. I got so many ways to explain this. Like, Yo, Shane, I'm about like, to take you off from being a moderator. Yo, not, not, no, bro, bro. Yeah, no, let him, let him get his off. Go ahead, yeah, explain. Yeah, you got to speak, bro. <clears throat> big Mom has been damaged two times in the whole series, right? 
Okay. First time was like what a knee scrape. And that was when she was like having her temper tantrum after the after the picture broke. Yep. I was like, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. But still, that was the only way that you could damage her that we knew of, that anybody knew of at that point in the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's had a day fight with Kaido. They've scrapped. <laughs> People say it wasn't even fair, but you're fighting Kaido. You're taking blows from Kaido. That's, that's a lot of damage. Okay, you are. Mm-hmm. She hasn't got any serious ailments or damages from that scrap. That's a day-long fight. Okay. She's been damaged a second time in the game. <laughs> guess who did it? <laughs> guess who did it? You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, like, Law's ability, it means, like, nobody in the verse is untouchable from him now. Anybody can get touched. Big Mom has, like, top verse durability. Anybody can get touched with the crew. Lars, I'm a, your your name is Law. You go ahead, man. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, Law? About um, his question. It's a good question. Uh, thanks for calling. Law, he, he does have great potential. You know, I we can't refute that. Like you know, he's the top three with Luffy. Well, in, his devil fruit is the best devil fruit in the verse that we know of right now. The best? Yeah. It's it's definitely top. I like, mean, two uh, in his. Uh, yeah, Oda said Oda said Akainu is his top offensive. Uh, but in Oda terms of like know. versatility, Shane, Oda don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Oda, don't, Oda don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> no, but he meant like offensive wise. Even, even so, like flame burns hotter than magma, but keep going. <laughs> it depends That's on true. the flame, though. Yeah, you're right. And and we've seen Ace access the green flame. Yo, y'all avoiding the topic. Just Just the Admiral's not. Admiral's not losing the law. There's well, no Admiral. Maybe like, Greenbull. I don't know what he got. Greenfleet was not the hottest one. Fujitora, Akainu, Sengoku. He did Gar- fight. Listen. Wait, no, I'm not. Wait, he listen, did take Tal- on Fujitora and Dofamingo. You see what you listen, did, Shane? I like law. He don't want no smoke with no Admiral, boy. They fight for days. What are you talking about? Ten days. <laughs> wait, wait. First of all, Fuji, Fujitora got bandaged by Sabo. Oh my god, he was uh, not even all, all trying! Sabo, all all, all like fire, like he did up claws, bro. Like, he, he, he has a claw for a hand, but that's what he does. That's oh what he he has a, Sabo has a mastery of hockey. Like he has a crazy amount Sabo of mastery of hockey. Is Sabo making Big Mom bleed? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> he has a potential he real? No, no, no. You see does he have real? Because you know it's that. You know it's cat. <laughs> Listen, if Sabo has Rio, he can damage Big Mom, man. Bro, she not, she not impervious. Can he even break the birdcage, man? He wasn't trying right. to, bro. Listen, he, he was betting he on Luffy. He was betting on Luffy. Yeah. That was a narrative yeah. driven decision. Yeah. Fujitora could He's take Doflamingo out. He could take Law out, too, man. Stop Listen, it. Listen, I, uh. I, I got to say, like... I'm unsure. Admiral now? now? No, wait, because he's not, he's not saying be because, because if Big Mom loses to Kid and Law who aren't Admiral level, that shit is going to bother me, dog. Yeah. It's the, the going gap, to the gap bother is, me. The gap is not as big as y'all think it is. Hold on, Kid is not like, Admiral level. But now. Law kid, is no, close kid, enough. But I remember, you uh, gotta be able to fight and be the Admiral. No, because remember, Zoro was out in the, it's in the movie, but he was fighting for Jator. And it was, is that not showing a case that That's Zoro not canon, is, though. Yeah. We're not, we not, not throwing canon. that. That's no, not that's canon. not showing that Zoro's admiral level. It's not? Absolutely Why not. Why not? Lawrence, Lawrence. Why not? Is Marco admiral level? What are we talking oh, no. about? 
He fought an admiral for a little bit. Margo is not admiral. He wasn't. No, 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 no. But he wasn't legitly bit. fighting admirals. <laughs> he said alone. No, yeah. you're, you're, you're forgetting. I don't know about yes. fighting. Remember, it was like the one Marco wasn't legitly fighting Ambrose. Them Fujitor and Zoro were legit fighting. Fujitor was even saying Zoro, "Let me pass." Okay, so bro, let me pass. He wouldn't even let him go. Are you talking hold about when he was on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You were talking about when he was on Green Bit? Because Zoro got his ass put down. <laughs> One, that one, yeah, first of all, yeah, the, that wasn't girl, a fight. They weren't girl, fighting it. It was a, it was, Fujitora came out of nowhere. We're not going to use non-canon material no, to support he, our debates. But, but remember, Fujitora came out of nowhere then. Uh, who cares? <clears throat> we seen so, we seen the, we seen top tier people when people come out of nowhere. Get, president. <laughs> no, bro. All right, anyway. Shane, you're our guy, bro. Thank not too far off from What's he got another one? What were you going to say, Shane? I just want to point out that uh, Law is one of the few people in this story to get double teamed by a warlord and Admiral at this same time. <laughs> Yo, bro, he's you really and he's survive really that and survive it. Well, oh. they weren't trying to kill him. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy because Kid just did that, but whatever. Kid, Kid. he was getting handicapped by a supernova. And yeah, handicapped. Yes, and <laughs> fighting Big Mom, and he's still good. So what's up? <laughs> what's, what's up, up? Love, bro? What the hell is Kid Trash, though. The law is wild. Compare Kid to Law is wild. They're comparing. Nah, you tripping. Nah, he's not tripping. Nah, he's not tripping. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. actually speaking yeah. facts. They're the top yeah. three. They're the top three. Y'all better three stop reasons. disrespecting Shane because he's right. Law, I will get to Admiral level soon. He not there yet. He's not too far. He's not too far. He's not too far. He's not too far off from Admiral. So what has Law not showed us? His stamina during the raid has been wild. Tell me it has He's durable. He has to show his hockey board. fight for days. Ten days. Yeah, Law can't fight for days. How do you? Days. That's only because his ability legit. Just like Blackbird's thing. You got Double damage. Complete his stamina. That is the only reason. Let Shane talk. Let Shane talk. What did you say, Shane? So you got it. You got to look at what we've seen in the past of the story and size it up to what we're seeing from Law now. Was he able to cut? Fujitora's meteors, yes. That's one. That's that's one. That's one ability. Listen, Don't Flamingo Birdcage did that. Don't Flamingo Slash did that. Don't Birdcage is bro. Oh my! I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying a, a technique Lobby that Don't Flamingo put up do. without even you like putting effort into. He just put that up. We gotta get Shane on the show, bro. Uh, <laughs> we gotta take one more call, bro, Shane. We just put me out here. Shane, bro, I appreciate bro, the call, man. Oh my guys, it's time. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> we gotta oh get one more person in here, bro. One more. All right, all right, oh, bro. Y'all stay safe, Tim. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate you, bro. As always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, that dude got us hyped for a second, oh, right? My God. Yo, Shane's so funny, huh? Yo, Admiral. Yo, people sleep on the Admiral so much, bro. So much. They have gotten a bad rap. I'll tell you that they've gotten a bad rap. They have. They're much stronger than they're supposed to be. We always end up power scaling, yo. I hate it. <laughs> because you know what? Amro's. Wait, all right, so how do you guys go compare Shinji Bukai to Amro's? I, I kind of feel we like we got Sh- time for that. We ain't got time. I know, but <laughs> Shinji Bukai's, they're around the topper at once. I'm not talking about freaking like Crocodile. But yeah. I'm talking about like um, Shinji Bukai's are around Amro level. Like they're kind of close in strength, if not the same strength. No, Gakumori is not there. But no, he's, he's not talking about. Nah, he's talking about. 
Hancock, Mihawk, Jimbe, 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 I um, no. anyway, <laughs> it's 8 p.m. I just want to say thank you to everybody that happens to join our show. As always, I'm very appreciative of it. I'm sure these guys are too. Always. Uh, we have links at the bottom or in the description of this video. Uh, we are doing a subscription base so you guys can support us on the show. So there's three tiers there's a $3 tier, the $7 tier, and a $10 tier. With each tier, uh, you get a special color in your name within our Discord, and you also get a special icon uh, for the tier. Um, so join our Discord, subscribe to YouTube, follow on uh, Spotify if you don't want to watch us. But overall, I just want to say thank you for the 5,000 uh, followers on TikTok, and also we're, all, we're nearing 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, anyway, that's it. Episode 31! <laughs> We're in the books! <laughs> Jenna! Jenna. Mark, you don't play the music anymore?